Welcome to an encounter with Father Morris Emelu. Today's encounter is Child of God versus Sin. One of the most difficult and misinterpreted texts in Scripture is 1 John 3, especially the portion that says, Those begotten of God do not sin. That's precisely verse 9. How do we reconcile this verse with the fact that all are sinners? I would love for us to think through this text and use it as a tool for prayerful contemplation. The first thought that comes to my mind is to understand what being begotten of God means. Isn't it to know ourselves as we are known? Isn't it partaking in the divine life and being welcomed into divine love and life, a pure and holy life? We witness the joy of the Lord. We see the glory, the apex of what is known in theology as a beatific vision to see God face to face. Being begotten of God in baptism and being part of His body, the church, Life in God has already begun here on earth, as St. Paul says in a mirror dimly. The fullness is yet to come. Isn't it what we call God's kingdom yet to come? Heaven is God. To the extent that we are in God, to that extent we are in heaven. Closer to God is closer to holiness, since God is holy. Isn't it in this sense that we understand sin as the opposite of godliness? Closer to God is farther away from sin. Sin is the opposite of who God is and the life of God in us. So when St. John says, no one born of God sins, for God's nature abides in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. It appears to me that he says, Insofar as we have the seed of God, that God's life dwells in us, we can't continue to sin, since sin is the very opposite of God's life. The two don't go together, or do they? The question, though, is this. Do we all the time have God's life intact in us while we are here on earth? Are we like Mary, full of grace? Not at all. <laughs> if this is the reality, is the Bible contradicting itself when 1 John 3.9 says, Those begotten of God do not sin? John himself wrote at the beginning of his letter, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. 1 John 1, 8-10 Hence, there is only one who is just and holy, the Lord God. We all are sinners, and our holiness plus redemption is related to God himself. 
Isn't this why the saying is true that we have no holiness of our own? Holiness is God's. Thank God we have received the seed to respond to the divine invitation to be holy. Thank God, too, we have the sacrament of mercy, confession, where we can be renewed and healed when we fall. The Lord encourages us not to get comfortable with sin. Such a life isn't the life of those begotten of God. Instead, He wants us to hate sin, to call lawlessness what it is, since it is opposed to God, to whom we belong. Reflect. What is that weakness that is frustrating to me? What is that sin that has become a sort of pattern in my life? What is that flaw that causes me sleepless nights? Am I willing to lay them down before the Lord and ask for the grace of freedom? Or don't I know there is nothing God can't do? Pray. Give me grace, O Lord, to live the life of freedom of the redeemed. Free me from those sins that have become a habit. May I overcome my weaknesses and not be overwhelmed by them. Amen. God love you. God bless you. You've been listening to An Encounter with Father Morris Emelieu, excerpts from the book series of the same name. You can get your own copy of An Encounter with Father Morris Emelieu at revemelieu.com. That's R-E-V-E-M-E-L-U dot com.